Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The Steelers lose at Cincinnati next week. Ryan feeling tattooed right here. Thank All right, so, all right, that is an actual podcast bet. If the Steelers, you got, you got to. I mean, you, you said it twice now. <laughs> all right, then I'll do it. Of course, I'll do it. But you have to pay for it. Bre- I will. Breach draws it. You pay for it. I get it. I will literally give. I will Venmo you the money the, the the second the game is over, and I will Venmo you double whatever the tattoo costs, so that you can buy a camera and take pictures of yourself to send all of us. Ryan Finley is the third starting quarterback for the Bengals this season. And I mean, honestly, like this will sound insane. This is kind of a big turning point for the Steelers in this season. They're playing the Bengals. Twenty-six on the twenty-six. Here's Bernard still on his feet. Can we see this? Yes. Oh! Second and two. Finley will keep it right up the middle! Finley! <laughs> 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 Ryan Finley! I'm at the exact right time, guys. You're the worst. And it's a 10-point... Bengals lead with 12 seconds left. The game is over. The tattoo is on. Down. Everyone who listens or watches this podcast um, knows that uh, Ryan Wilson is supposed to have a tattoo. He's supposed to get a tattoo. Because Ryan Finley and the Bengals on Monday night beat the Steelers like two years ago. Two years since it happened that he hasn't that he's welched on this bet. He's tried to pawn it off on Breach because Breach didn't get the artwork done. And then he tried to pawn it off of me like I didn't Venmo him enough money. Like I like I'll just pay you for the tattoo when it, when you get the tattoo. Like just get it done, I'll pay for it. Like I have to Venmo him ahead of time. He's been waffling like an out. Well, and now there's no one left to pawn it off on. Correct. Breach, my theory is that Wilson has taken, has booked flights as close to as humanly possible, the beginning and the end of the work-related functions in order to then say there's no time while we're in Nashville for him to get a tattoo and to continue to push this back like an absolute coward. What the f- <laughs> Is that real? Podcast. I'm Wilson. I'm your host, but more importantly, Ryan Wilson has a freaking tattoo. Is that real? It's a real tattoo. It feels I can't tell if it's real. It's covered in plastic. We thought it was a henna tattoo. Yeah, the reason is. it's covered in plastic. Is Wilson uh. has to wait seven days to get the the the, the plastic removed to avoid oh, yeah. infection. Right. Uh, and uh, look, that video on Monday, yesterday, or what's today? Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Today's Tuesday. Yesterday, Monday. Um, 
was was like we, like we didn't know Wilson was going to be here. Reach and I didn't until literally we're sitting at the table with Debo and EK, our boss, and we're like, man, he's not going to get this stinking tattoo. And they're like, I was like, do you think you'll get it? And they go, why don't you ask him? And we turned around and Wilson's doing a Vince McMahon strut through the lobby of the hotel because he's gotten this tattoo. He's changed his flight and come in early and he got the tattoo. We didn't know it was coming. We were shocked. Very impressed. You paid off the bet. Sure, it was two years, but it was well worth the payoff. Um, a couple things. It wasn't a Ryan Finley tattoo, which Ryan Finley, in my mind, is Snoopy. So I went with the Snoopy thing. Uh, I well, let me defend you real quick. Okay. He has Ryan Finley's stat line oh, yeah. from the game tattooed That's on right. his body. So I think <laughs> that counts because yeah. let's be fair. We can't ask this man to have Ryan Finley's face on his body for the rest of his life. Good point. But yeah, he you did get the stat line. So I think that I got counts the stat line. as Ryan you, can you Can you go over a little closer to 1B? <laughs> they want to see a close-up of it. Debo might have the... No, no, but you can just go walk over and just... Oh, actually walk yeah, over. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, um, I mean, this is not typical also, studio behavior, I mean, but you're not plugged <laughs> in anything. So we'll just go with it. Also worth noting, I don't know if the light's going <laughs> to The light's not going to work. Yeah, there you go. So yeah. Brent and I have a theory that yeah. Wilson knew he was going to get the tattoo like two months ago, and he's literally been working Yeah, look at these. Look at these. There you go. You can go back every day, nonstop since then, so he could flex. Yeah, look at these guns. I mean, this is unbelievable. Guys. And he's got this, like, tight the tight black shirt. Shout out to Lewis. Yeah, Lewis, our guy with the Baker Mayfield t-shirt. Yeah, you're very AFC Northish today. Yeah, I also want to say quickly that um, I found this tattoo, furiously Googling Bengals tattoos. I was telling you this breach. So whoever got this tattoo originally, shout out to you for stealing your tattoo. <laughs> but it's a, it's a great tattoo, by the way. Obviously, I'm not a Bengals fan, but um, I actually sort of like it. I was a big Snoopy guy when I was like seven or eight or nine. So we got a lifelong well, Steelers and, fan who now has a Bengals tattoo on his body. Well, but also, I mean, like, I think it's worth doing like, like Snoopy, like the Snoopy's alter ego is Joe Cool. Right. Which so is Joe Burrow. Joe so Burrow. that's a connection to the Bengals. And Ryan Finley was only playing in the game because Joe Burrow was out and injured. And so Finley oh, comes right, in, yeah. and this is here's a picture of Wilson looking, <laughs> pretending not to cry, knowing that he's in. We, we saw that picture and thought he was in a morgue. Like, is Wilson dead? What's going on here? Also, shout out to Debo because I, Debo and I planned this behind you two idiots' backs, and he was more than willing to. His flight and our flight, my flight got in at the same time. We got to the hotel, booked it over to the tattoo parlor at noon yesterday. Shout out to my guy Travis who did the tattoo. What was the tattoo parlor? Um, electric, electric hand. hand. Electric hand in Nashville, yeah. fantastic work. Um, and, and mind you, walk-in tattoo appointments are not easy, not easy to, to come set by. in these yeah. COVID times. Uh, they're all booked or they don't in accept Nash- walk-ins, especially in Nashville. And so the fact that he was able to hunt one down, that's another bonus point. And doing it behind our backs, man. Usually I don't and, things. And 4.9 rated on Yelp, which was one of your requirements. Because yeah. I mean, that was the other thing that we thought you were trying to welch on. Because you're like, four point, that should be 4.8 or higher. And you know, it's, and we figured that he Googled every tattoo parlor in Nashville, and him, knowing that yeah. there were no 4.9s, yeah, and he are. set this impossible barrier. Yeah. Also, shout out to everyone that Brinson made donate, so thank you, people. Yep. Shout out to Brinson for finally getting up. Breach actually ended up doing nothing, by the way. Yeah, yeah, Breach did nothing. Just being a Bengals fan. Yeah. yeah, if I was a Bengals fan, I don't think you would have rubbed it in and came up and bet against yourself. Yeah, so it's done, and you know, I'm... I feel like I'm handsomer for it. So jokes well, on you guys. Well, it caused you to cause you to get the gun show working too. So you like. Oh know. yeah. Also, Brinson for some reason thinks I'm jacked. But as I told these two idiots, you were definitely more so, muscular than the last time we saw you. I do one arm push ups. I don't. This arm, don't worry about it. <laughs> and also, I don't one hang out with Brady Quinn and B Mac. I hang out with you two guys. So that's I look. True, that's true. You, do like you look relatively handsome. Us. Yeah. All right. So I mean, well, you know what's funny about the video that we opened uh, the show with, which was back from December 2020, Ugh, sweet is that one part in that video? Brinson goes. I, this could be a turning point for the Steelers, like implying that their season might fall apart. <laughs> yeah. And Wilson's like, they're playing the Bengals. Yeah. And then what happened? Their season fell apart. That's so right. this is like a double whammy now, just looking back on all this. What's the stat line? Do you remember? Do you have it memorized now? The Ryan Finley one? 13, 84 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions. That's right. That's it. That's on my arm. Forever. 84 yards. And the, the, yeah. the best part is uh, Breach goes, Is that your kid's birthday? No, no, no. That's, no, that's, that's right. right. That's right. I literally thought seven, the seven, seven of 13. 7, 13, 84 is like, that could be like, that's like, I mean, it's like less than a month after my brother's so actual birthday. We need to find a listener who has a July 13th, 1984. Say that to yeah. t- the tattoos dedicated to that person. Then also find the person in the world who has that Snoopy tattoo that did the original design, and you should go out to dinner with them. I'm, I'm assuming that people copy tattoos all the time. I do feel sort of bad that whoever the OG tattooer was and tattooee. But, you know, I'm trying to give him a I'm shout guessing out. they didn't get Ryan Finley's tattoo. Also, one more thing. When we were the, me and Debo were at the tattoo shop yesterday – uh, in Nashville, they they noted that after the Bengals demolished the Titans in the divisional game, divisional game, yeah. there is a 
I was going to say, do you want to oh, go ahead? Keep going. There's a mad rush to the tattoo parlors around Nashville, and Bengals fans, by and large, were incredibly nice fans. Some other fan bases, the Buffalo Bills, were less nice when mm. they were in town. But um, Bengals fans' concerns that were voiced to the, the, the tattoo artists were, uh, is this going to jinx the Super Bowl chances? <laughs> uh, so, and, uh, yeah, the, the joke hey, turns hey, out on that one. Speaking of said tattoo artists, let's, uh, let's, let's toss a little footage up of Wilson at oh, yeah. the parlor with the tattoo artists. months breach that's the, my shock uh, that's my shock face by the way like, that, I, I, like that was legitimate shock he was surprised too so I've, I've never i've never had and then not like this not like i'm bothered by this but i've just never had a surprise birthday like i've just did yeah, like nobody's ever thrown me a surprise birthday this was like that must be what it feels like because i mean like I, they were like why don't you ask him i was like what are you talking about so debo did a great like, job ah! of, like debo should be a reality television produ- yeah. producer because he had it set up perfectly for you two no perfectly nuts. Yeah. and you know the thing is me and brinson have completely opposite reactions to surprises yes is what i found out yesterday brinson's going oh my god yeah. and i'm more of like a stunned silence speechless person just staring at the tattoo and so it was awkward for wilson uh because i wouldn't stop staring at his arm i'm sure if anyone else was in that hotel lobby they were like what is going on there why are they Celebrating the bald guy. I mean, there's a there's a literal country music concert going on upstairs as we were like celebrating. So I doubt that it was like that big of a deal for them to you know uh, like see people freaking out. We're in Nashville. Yeah, there you go. Uh, You can see the the tattoo line there at the bottom. Yeah, we'll tweet it out too after the show. Is that what the is the so the that's before the plastic is on it? Like that? He just finished. That looks. It's a lot of red. Like that looks pretty painful. Sensitive. And somebody in the <laughs> chat noted that's a super sensitive spot for a first tattoo. Um, what what other places were you considering the tattoo? I told you this earlier. Like I, I didn't want to get on my back because I'd never be able to see it. Um, also, I did. I thought like around you know upper thigh where no one would see it again. But then every time you get in and out of the shower, you're like oh, there's Snoopy. Did down you there. ever yeah, think yeah. Uh, butt cheeks so you could show it to Wilson or Brenton and, you know, and laugh at him? I was thinking about like because you know people have tattoos all over the bodies and they're tattoo artist Travis was talking about it. I would imagine like he sees butts all the time because people come in there and pull their pants down. I'm sure he sees tons of butts. Butts and, and sure you know, he sees everything. Boobies and every, everything tattoos else. Right. Yeah. So an interesting location. So I didn't I didn't think about uh boobies or butt. I just said, you know what, let's do inner arm and, and see what happens. Um sorry I'm texting I'm texting JLC a picture of the, the tattoo. And so he can have Wilson on radio and and finally Jason Lockham for we've all done his radio show yeah. over the past 20 months. And literally, we think we're going on the show to talk about football. No, and they don't like, like in, gambling, like gambling on like marble racing, and like and like Wilson's tattoo. Wilson's, yeah. Wilson's tattoo is yeah. always half the conversation. Well, and and like they and like I, I did one. Um, I did a hit in like July, or no, right, right, right around the NFL or the NBA draft, and they were like, "So is it is this over?" I was like, "Yeah, I, I think it's just done. Like it's just not going to happen. Like he's gotten the money, he's gotten the idea from Breach. Like we've we've done as much as we can do, and now it's just up to Wilson to go and find it. You just didn't expect him to do it, and then." Wilson does it by himself in really perfect fashion. Like, you know what's going to be the uh, the what's the word the cherry on top of this turd Sunday is when we win the podcast awards and he <laughs> has to get a tattoo. So that's that's next on the to do list. I know, like uh, so yeah. So for those that don't know, we're a finalist for the People's Choice Podcast Awards. If we win said podcast award, uh, I said weeks ago that I would also get a tattoo. Viewer's I, choice. I, what? Now, yeah, we said viewer's choice, but you we, said that. I didn't I say said, that. Yeah, like, hey, well, yeah. the funny See, thing is, that was like the idiot thing. Like, like this tattoo, this tattoo that you got, there was no, like, there was no like reciprocal bet for like if, if, if the Steelers won. Just, just, just some idiot. Just if they lose, I'll get a tattoo, which is an insane <laughs> idiot thing to do for an NFL. And game. by the way, I said Ryan Finley tattoo on my face was the original. Uh, sure. Yeah, so like, I mean, I think there's going to be a little bit of like you got a tattoo that is not like. Like it's 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 cool. Like it's I like it. It's good. It's okay. And it doesn't. It's, it, it's not embarrassing. It's a good conversation starter. It's you know you'll you know you're not gonna like your kids. You're not gonna like wake up in twenty years and be like oh my god I have a like a, a you know 
I don't know, like what, what would be like a like you need to like get some chicks t- name tattooed on your back, right? Like, I texted my fifteen year old. He said, "How you doing?" I said, uh, "Pretty good." Uh, by the way, I got a tattoo yesterday. He goes, "Oh yeah, mom showed me. It's actually really cool." <laughs> oh, see. And I said, uh, "It's something." No, <laughs> no it's, it's cool. No, I like it. But literally, we kept talking about tattoos after Wilson got the tattoo, and we talked about it so much that Princeton, you probably remember this. We put a moratorium on talking. We were like, "You can't yeah, say right. dumb things like you're going to yeah. get a tattoo yeah, 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 if you're not yeah. going to follow through right, with right, it." Right, right, right. So now that's off. And now Bridget, right. yeah. you've taken it off because you put the tattoo on the. Well, on the I'm willing to like. I don't know, like, but, but my point is like, I'm not gonna like. I'm gonna put a, some kind of limit like, in the same way that Wilson didn't actually get a. I mean, like, you didn't get a. Ryan, I mean, you got Ryan Finley's stat line, but like, you don't have, like Ryan Finley's face in your body. Yeah, my wife. Like is- I, somebody suggested, like I'm gonna get like a. Like, you know, listeners are gonna make me get a carrot like a Chapel Hill. What's wrong with that? I'm not getting a Tar Heels tattooed on my back. You said anything, and listeners can yeah, choose. But but we said Ryan Finley's face. You, so know, you a little should wiggle. get all three of our faces because you want it with us on the podcast. Like, would you rather have award? a face? Like, like, I don't want a Pick Six logo. Then all of a sudden, I'm fired the next day. Like, well, like, would you rather award winning podcast that's Tar tattoos. Heels logo, like two two inches or whatever, or like your face, like like that on your back, like your face, just a face, what, like what, a, what do you think I'd rather? You'd go with a, a Brinson mugshot over a Tar Heels. I'd much rather have my own face on my back. Would you rather have a Steelers logo on your back or Brenton's face on your back? Oh, Steelers logo. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's the easiest question I've ever been asked in my life. That's... Think, think of me taking off my shirt at like the core of the beach and the first thing people see is Brenton's face. face staring at them? No. <laughs> No, but it's my face on my back. I would right? get yes, your face on your back. I, I wouldn't think. get y'all's face on my back. But the, yeah, it's weirder to get your own face on your back. I think. Well, it's better than having a freaking like Tario's Ram logo on my back. People are just gonna think I'm. A, At least you, know, you would be pulling for a winner, even though not on purpose. Where's my dunk button? Damn it! There there you you don't have no sound bites when we're together. Yeah, that's yeah, the uh, so anyway the downside. That's yeah, done, somebody, somebody in the chat says I should get a. Um, a microphone tattoo. That's what I was kind of thinking, like a microphone, but instead of like yeah, the mic, that's actually not like, bad. A, like a mic stand, but instead of the mic, it's like a football. I don't want to get the Pick Six logo because you're you know, definitely getting fired. Correct. Correct. Immediately getting fired. And also, <laughs> like, joke. They're like, we're gonna fire Brenton as soon as he. Gets yeah. But also, like, I mean, like, and that's, and that's I, the big. By the way, that's the reveal. Isn't the, the tattoo? It's that you're getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to like suggest that um, anybody around here, you know. Like you know, could potentially change their mind, but like the the Pixies podcast logo could change in like 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 an hour after I get no, the tattoo. I, I think the microphone. Yeah. I actually would stick with the microphone and not the the football. But I mean, no, he's saying the microphone would look like a football. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather have the microphone. I think, but it's okay. it's his it's his back. He can do he what he wants. Football. My face talking to. What about his face on the microphone like nah, that? I don't know. No, remember the, the Brinson toupee on top of the microphone. That now that yeah, is that was, that's the money maker. That's what we're doing. Brinson, oh. there we go. Look at um, the people to agree on that. Yeah. So that's the wait wait what was it what was it I didn't listen yeah again we See, even get, when we're live I try to stick on the microphone here. with Brinson's hair on top of the microphone uh, and maybe even Brinson toupee maybe even fake beard or a football with a toupee no, no, football, football with that, that okay now we're now we're getting somewhere. that would be like I feel like the hair is gonna be a lot of like see I'm probably going where's where's the best spot to get a tattoo like what did what did what did Travis did you go in there and just be like, this is what I want, do this right now? Or is there any like discussion about it? I talked to him about it and he sort of he stenciled it, like he cut it, he printed it out and he, he held it up to your arm and me and Debo decided. Like there was a, a size bigger than the one I got. I was like, yeah, I don't know if I want to go that big. Well, that's pretty big. Um, yeah, but he said in terms of the detail, you want it, you can't have it super small. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. You could, I mean, I think on your back there, you just can't see it. Maybe you don't want to see it. So I, I didn't want to forget that it was there because I want to be reminded of my Ryan Finley. Let me, let me ask you this. So this tattoo, people are going to see it when you're out in public. And if they ask, hey, man, why'd you get that tattoo? Are you going to give the full story? Or are you going to have like the, uh, I'll the probably long say, story short version? I'll probably say I lost a bet. And if they, if they want to continue talking, I'll talk about it. But I, I'm not one to engage people and, and have conversations. Yeah, that's a um, conversation starter. And you're really like Snoopy, huh, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, huge Snoopy fan. So you, uh, your son's oh, a big yeah. Snoopy fan, born on uh, July 13th, 19th. Yeah, uh, sure. Like, actually, that's what Ryan Finley's stat line was. We need to get Ryan Finley on the podcast. At for an Ryan Hill? He should be able to have that connection. Does he like know Mike Glennon probably? Yeah. He's like being the quarterbacks at yeah. the, the fourth or fifth best college football program in the state of North Carolina. How dare you? <laughs> First of all, the best program in the state of North Carolina. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Check with something. Uh, we haven't won anything. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Larry, baby. Okay. So any more tattoo? No. The only other thing that a tattoo artist, he and his buddy had his other – Buddy had come into work by that point, and they said, oh, uh, you lost a bet. Is this after the Super Bowl? Like, no, no, just a random game in 2020, Steelers, Thursday. It was Thursday night? I think it was. Yeah. 
So Thursday in December. Not even a Super Bowl related bet, which actually would have been and okay. I think it's worth pointing out that Brent and I were literally on two podcasts together last week, and we spent half of those podcasts making fun of Wilson because we said there was no way he'd switch his flight. There was no way he'd book a tattoo appointment and there was no way he'd actually get a tattoo. And here yeah. we are. Yeah. I, we I should mean, literally have to like write words down. It's, re- them. it's really annoying because I mean, it's just awesome. Like I'm pumped that Wilson got the tattoo. It's <laughs> annoying because like I was hundred percent sure you were going to welch on this 100%. thing. A hundred percent sure. Like, like he's like, Oh, I can't believe I'm flying in Tuesday. Oh, it's just it's so, and you were literally anxious about that. This for- is like me and Debo being on a trivia team at, you know, the bar trivia what? night. And the, the, the topic is like hip hop and, and basketball against you two idiots. Like there was no chance that you were going to be able to match wits with, with me and Debo. Well, was, no, we didn't think there was any chance you were going to change your schedule. What day did you change the flight, actually? Yeah. I think Debo said last Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, something like that. So you changed it less than a week before the trip. Yeah. And then I, t- okay, I, I, yeah, I, I texted um, Electric Hand. I said, by any chance, I know it's late. Would you have any openings? And Kristen, who was awesome, got back to me right away and said, absolutely. Travis said he'll do it. So that worked pretty well. Did I, you give him the full details of like what was? No. Did Travis know his name was going to be mentioned on a podcast? I, he had a some, potentially award-winning podcast. <laughs> potentially award-winning. Yeah, I think he had some hint by the time. I was going to get some more business. I might have to come back to Nashville and get it done. Yeah, I recommend Electric Hand. Okay. I mean, it was we were there 35, 45 minutes. That's it? In and out, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's uh, it for that? It was great, yeah. It, it was. It could have been, been worse, yeah. But I had, I, Did you, you cry? You saw the picture. It came close. Um to your point, though, Breach, like Nashville is uh, bachelorette party central. So uh, tattoo parlors. Like it was. I I, ta- I, I texted uh, texted email a bunch of places four eight and higher, and none of them, none of them got back to me. And then Electric Ham was the last one four nine. Wow. Um, Whoa. Crazy. So if they don't get back to you, there might not be a tattoo. That's why I was trying to push that narrative. Wow. After I hadn't made the reservation, just so mm-hmm. you numb that sweet. And to be clear, like there's a very good chance that Wilson was probably going to change his flight anyway. Because you. Oh, were- that was that had nothing to do with tattoo. Just. <laughs> Strictly being on time and anxiety reasons. Yeah, I mean, we have to do a uh, a work-related function. Around and by the, the way, Jason Lockenford just tweets out, the long national nightmare is over. Yeah, I love it. Wilson, oh, I mean, hilarious. What, a, what a world. What a world. To his um, 500,000 followers. That's the best part. Yeah. Okay, so we need to take a break. Cool. And we, uh, uh, we actually guess, talk about football? Or maybe. I don't know. I need to. Are we going to bring the tattoo artist here? Surprise, Wilson's getting another tattoo. I, don't, I just realized, I was like, oh, God, what's, what's happening? We bring in, in Travis, football? we bring in Ryan Finley, and then he yeah. gives Ryan Finley a Ryan Wilson tattoo. That would be pretty good. Or a Snoopy tattoo, since you didn't actually get a Ryan Finley. But we will talk some football and probably veer back into the tattoo discussion coming up next. <laughs> All right. That was a nice quick commercial there. Um, uh, oh, South Park. I like to talk about the commercials. We told this last night. Uh, yeah. If you're listening to the audio version, you're going to have to go check out YouTube, because we can't put, although I guess... No, you can't. But you can't put like a different thumbnail for the audio version on like Spotify or anything. It's you know what I'm saying like you can't you can't do make. I look like an engineer who works for Spotify. I mean, Debo has only said, said fifty said times. Sense. Do not mention the commercials, and every time he talks about the commercials for three. But if you play South Park commercials on on like on my, our podcast, and literally the people listening on audio are like, "What the hell is Brenton talking about?" They probably say that at least ten Traps times. Traps is you're saying if Matt Crowell becomes an all pro, I'm gonna get a tattoo. Like, I, <laughs> I'm not, I, I'm, I look, I don't, I don't want a tattoo. I don't like needles. I don't like. I don't like tattoos. Shots? Oh, I love that trap. So I don't that's like fantastic. getting shots. I don't like doing any of that stuff. So, like, if if I get one tattoo, that's it. I love tattoos. We were doing last night. You were the only, like, I'm like eight people, you're the only one with any tattoo, and you've gotten it like that day. Uh, by the way, I'm getting another tattoo Friday. <laughs> <laughs> what are you getting now? Uh, that's more a uh, more family oriented one. By the way, I, I texted my wife the link. Are you to, really to, another tattoo? The next time we see him, he's gonna have a whole sleeve. I, te- like, I text in, guys. I text my wife the link to the show, and she goes, "Oh, this makes so much more sense now." In terms of how we got <laughs> this, to this, that's point. a pretty good one from Eric. Dickie V dunking a pick six logo on Randy Bullock. <laughs> there you go. Um, oh, that's actually really good. Do you guys want to talk more tattoo? Or do you want to? No, let's go. We're done. I think people are caught up. Uh, thanks again to everybody who donated, including Brinson. Again, breach. You did literally nothing. Um, in terms of contributing, where to this. did you get the tattoo? <laughs> in Nashville. Where do I live? In Nashville. Thank right. you. Well, fair enough. Yeah, only contribution is like being a Bengals like, fan, like living through like three decades of losing. No, <laughs> Wilson did not. He, he did not mentally move to the next step until I actually produced a drawing. That is of true. The that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. All right. Breach, then, no, but, you didn't. You didn't get the. You didn't get whatever breach drew per se. Yeah, he didn't even draw anything. What you do? I drew the Ryan Finley face. And you did not want my artistic like, work. I'm literally the Leonardo da Vinci of drawing Ryan Finley, and you refused you very well to get it on your arm. I think it was like more like a very. Um, he get used a filter app and just threw. I, it. I think it was like it was like it was, it was like he used like Microsoft Paint and like, yes. like, like copy and paste. It was like Ryan Finley had like 
green around him, and it was like, yeah, it was not. It was very, a great, great drawing. It was not a great. That, my best. that could be his tattoo then. All right. Well, uh, speaking of the Steelers and the Bengals, Kenny Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett uh, had his debut and was fantastic. Right? No numbers were great. I mean, if you watched, he 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 threw a lot of them. You know, Prisco texted me right away because Prisco, Prisco uh, Kenny Pickett was his number one quarterback, yeah. and all he said was Pickett. <laughs> I, said, I said Pete. He threw a bunch of five-year passes, and the last pass at the end was a nice play by Tyler Bonds uh, on a little quick out. But yeah, no, he did what he's asked to do. He had um he got sacked um pretty horribly on one play near the goal line, and then a fourth down play that wasn't really his fault necessarily. He got sacked. They lost the ball near midfield. Uh, he played okay though. I, I mean, I don't have any concerns with it. But honestly, the three—I don't know how much of that game you watched—but the three quarters that played, Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, and Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett was probably the third best, but again, 13, 15, 95 yards, two touchdowns. You're not going to be upset by that if you uh, want to see Kenny Pickett play sooner rather than later. So it's a good start, but uh, he didn't throw the ball down the field. I don't think he threw any pass air yards-wise that went over 10 yards. Right. Um, so just something to keep in mind. But uh, again, it could have gone a lot worse. And, um, you know, he's certainly used to playing there. The fans were super pumped. They were, they were chanting, Kenny, Kenny. And... Um, you know, he did well, and that's the other part of it is that yes, his numbers looked great, but he's out there playing against the bottom of Seattle's roster. Did Joe Burrow play rookie season preseason? Because uh, they knew he was going to be the starter, so I didn't know if they they must have rolled him I out can't there. Remember? Yeah, that's the thing. You don't remember? He those played things. three snaps last preseason. I want to say that he didn't play a lot because Kenny Pickett is not going to be unless something crazy happens. He's not going to be Joe Burrow in terms of that sort of impact type player. But you know, he's but you think he's young, Kenny he's Pickett athletic. Did enough to deserve. A first half. Oh, that's fine. I mean, one of the next two preseason. Yeah, of course, because I don't think Mr. Bisky's probably going to play. Do you think there's any way Pickett could still win the job? I think that's where I'm going. I don't think so. Tomlin sort of indicated, I think when BMAC and JJ were there at camp last week, that Trubisky had the inroads. I don't think he came out and said that Trubisky's going to be a starter. Um, And I think that's that's a good place to start. There's no reason to throw Kenny Pickett out there. Because here's the thing, Breach, and you, you know this as a fan of a team that. Uh, hasn't won a Super Bowl since when? Uh, oh, wait, we didn't have preseason never. in 2020. Oh, yeah, that's why. Uh, I, was, I, was like, I was literally racking my brain listening to him. But, um, I, was, I was looking at stats. It was like no stats to display. So right? Joe Burrow's played three preseason snaps. There you go. Yeah. But what you don't want to do is what, what I was going to say is that you don't want to put Kenny Pickett out there, then he struggles, then you have to bring Mr. Bisky in, and then you have to start flip-flopping these guys after you know a bad series. So I think you start with the veteran. in the preseason. Once the season starts, he said, is there any chance that Kenny wins the job? And I said, I even if he outplays Mr. Bisky, and he hasn't yet, and Tom has indicated that he wants Trubisky. I think you roll with Trubisky, um, and then if he struggles, then in October, November, whenever you make the switch, because otherwise you're just you're doing what they did with Tua. You sort of have him on a string, and he's going back and forth. And Fitzpatrick's coming in, and no one, no one's clear what the well. And the, and the Steelers' roles schedule. Are. We talked about this a little bit, but like the Steelers' well, week schedule, week one's a win. Oh, at, I don't, I don't at Bengals. That at all. Yeah. Well, they get Bengals. I mean, for who? Well, I, I mean, it's part. at Bengals, and the Bengals' defense. Pete Briscoe said that he thinks they're going to be like in Pete's words, nasty. Yeah, but Joe Burrow, he's barely back on the field. He's like on a wheelchair. He's got no, but I'm saying like I'm saying you've got your first couple of games are you're at Cincy, New England, at Cleveland, Jets, at Bills, Buccaneers, at Dolphins, at Eagles. Like I, I don't know that I want to necessarily throw a rookie quarterback into into that, that gauntlet, right? And if and if Trubisky's good enough where he can get, you know, four or five wins, and all of a sudden he keeps a job, but otherwise you have that week nine bye where it's just an easy. It's week nine, right? Where it's just an easy delineation where if, if Trubisky's like two and six or even four and four. Well, you don't want to throw Pickett on the field, certainly not against the Patriots in week two. Right. Where exactly. you're getting, That's an L. You're yes. losing that game. Because the pa- Patriots defense is might be better than the Bengals. That defense is supposed to be really well, well, just a master of a rookie quarterback. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he yeah, destroys yeah, them. Yeah. And, Can you pick and, his, my, and Mike Tomlin. <laughs> Kenny Pickett's 28, though. Does that matter? That's true. Yeah. Can't. That is. Can you pick it six years older? By the way, Mike Kenny makes a good point. Have you seen Seattle's roster? It's all bottom of the barrel. Their their <laughs> roster is not great. Yeah. Um, Boy flashed their second round pick. And Kenny Walker looked pretty good. Kenneth Walker, excuse me, looked pretty good in, in the carries he had. Um, Tariq Woolen, the cornerback, and Kobe Bryant, I thought weren't terrible. But I mean, you're not going to win football games with a draft class uh, having to make all the plays. So Gino looked fine. He looked like Gino. Drew Locke had a strip sack at the end that cost him the win, which checks out. But other than that, DK didn't play. Tyler Lockett didn't play. And you know what's crazy about that? Oh, Drew Locke Oh, he was amazing. He played decently, but then that's the Drew Locke story where right. just backbreaking turnover that absolutely kills team, and you can't have that out there worrying that that's going to happen. Yeah, Brenton mentioned George Pickens win the second round, and I remember I was talking to wide receivers coach before the draft, and he said it's all just like immaturity stuff. Like he would have gone earlier. It wasn't even the ACL yeah. or the tour. Well, uh, there were some, last there were some definitely some 
rumors out there about things that like off-field stuff that, that just didn't immaturity stuff. Yeah, saying. I don't think it was anything serious. From, yeah, from it turns out it may, been, may not have been correct, but like just those rumors were lingering. The um, I want to see what Pickens is for rookie of the year. I, I would imagine it's pretty high. This is my bold prediction on HQ this morning while you guys were sleeping. That's the old breach reverse jinx. Nice try. George Pickens would lead all rookies in receiving yards. Who else is in the running? I mean, everyone that was drafted. Christian Watson, Jameson, Williams, Chris Olave. There's a lot of guys. Oh, yeah. Garrett, Garrett, Will- Garrett Wilson, Drake Garrett Wilson. London. Yeah. I, it's so funny. Like, I moved on past that draft. That the <laughs> You're already on the 2020. I mean, there it. are a ton of receivers, and uh, most of them were... Taken in front of uh, in front of Pickens. Yeah, I mean but, Sky Moore in Kansas City's offense. Yeah, he could put up some big numbers. Yeah, there's a lot of mouths to feed in Kansas City there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, there are. Well, you know, it was, it was interesting too. Like, Wandale um, Robinson. That's the name. Wandale like Robinson. Wandale. He got taken in front of Pickens. Oh, you forgot for HQ. No, that was the one. I, right you just now, forgot I was trying to think of who the Giants. The um, the the Chiefs thing. By the way, just real quickly on that. You know, I thought it was interesting reading Peter King's article on whatever, NBC pro football talk, but he was saying that he was in Chiefs camp and talking about how they are really mixing up their, per- like, whereas you would almost have, like, a setup with Tyree Kill where it's, you know, everybody, like, right. like talking about just, like, how they operated, like, you would be a little more, um, not not basic, but a little more cookie cutter in terms of their their personnel, and also they would, you know, Patrick Mahomes, like, we'd call this play, and, like, Tyree Kill has made a man, I just let him, like, let him figure it out, and don't, and, like, you know, he can, he just goes and makes a play, and then I sort of run around and get it to him. And now it's like a little more progression based West Coast offense, I think, where you have Juju working on the inside, you know, slides outside some. Sky Moore can come in inside. They just have a lot of different ways they can come at you. And, and Peter King reported that he was like he had barely had time to chart all of their plays. They had like 30, 35 plays he saw. And he did like, he charted like twenty seven of them because he couldn't get it down. Which I just think if the Chiefs run up tempo like that, learn shorthand. It could be, what's that? You should learn shorthand. Well, I mean, that's a, it's a, by the way, I'm getting a peek behind the serial killers. Uh, are you, are you, here. I was wondering what you were looking at. You're like, staring I'm watching at... him, like what he's, what he Googles to, yeah, to, yeah. to get to a point. He just eagled Google, uh, Eagles quarterback history. What are you looking for? Well, I was going to say that, uh, Andy Reid is a mastermind. And how many offenses has he gone through? How many times has he had to revamp his offense over the course of his coaching career? I mean, the guy went to four straight NFC title games. I think one year, Freddie Mitchell. Was Fred X always delivers the leading receiver? So you're talking about this is I think this is a so challenge. Pickens is down to twelve to one. This is a challenge that's going to reinvigorate Reed. He's saying, "All yeah. right, you know what? I don't have Tyreek Hill, uh, and I've got a, our offense still has Patrick to be running cylinders." Yeah. Right. Well, he said he said that in the thing. He's like, "This is a, he's like it's a nice challenge because I get to you know I get to you feel like people are doubting you know everyone, right, right. everyone's everyone like Wilson is the king of the Chargers bandwagon." Everybody's on the you Chargers bandwagon. Everybody wants to yeah. back Russ. Everyone wants to back McDaniel's. And what's the other uh, top choices for rookie of the year? Um, Kenny Pickett's eight to one, which is just that's stupid. not winning. That's that's just, yeah. that's Bruce Hall nine to one. Drake London and Traylon Burks ten. Garrett Wilson nope. nope. Pickens twelve to one. Pickens is probably thirty five to one if, like a week or so. Ago. Pickens feels like the same. Romeo but... Dubs is down to fourteen to one. I would what say a joke. Right. That's great. Um, um, Kenneth Walker fifteen to one is kind of intriguing. You know, Tolbert's down to 16 to 1. This is crazy. These markets are just. Damian Pierce, 25 to 1. Desmond Ritter's 30 to 1, which is like what we did. Yeah. Matt Corral's 40 to 1. What are we doing? Speaking of that. I think Brees Hall is my favorite on that list. And this is just 9 to 1. Just a little. 12 to 1 for Pickens. But if he wins, you win. That's the point. I think he has the best chance to win. Um, Actually, Debo's putting him up there right now. There you go. Thank you, Debo. Um, The the thing on, yeah, Damian Pierce, 25 to 1. I don't mind that. That's a decent bet. Pickens, Pickens was just a better value. Like, like Dubs was like fifty to one or like hundred to one just a couple of weeks ago, and now it's like fourteen to one. It's just silly. Well, the one thing about the rookie of the year that kind of throws a wrench into it is that like you can play on a bad team and still win. hundred percent. Yeah. So you know when we're talking about MVP, if you don't think the team's gonna be good, you cannot bet on that player because you're not winning that on a bad team. But right. you have. What's the example of that, though? Oh, uh, no, 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 the last – Jamar Chase, obviously, they went to the Super Bowl. Before that, you had Herbert, Kyler Murray, Saquon Barkley Cam all Newton, played for Cam losing Newton teams. Won it all, yeah. In fact, only three only three rookie of the year. Kyler only like, won five games. No, no, only three times in the past, like, uh, 15 years, I think, has a rookie of the year – offensive rookie of the year winner been above uh, – uh, won, I think, 10 games or more. So, like, it's – you can be on a losing team and win that award very easily. Now – you want to be a quarterback, that's like the ideal situation where you're a quarterback and you end up being the guy who gets the nod. But in a lot of cases, or in this particular case, I guess, 
this is why the odds are so strong on like Pickens and Romeo Doves is there's there's no quarterbacks in this class. Like Kenny Pickett is How not expected you, to start. He's not the favorite to start for the Steelers, and he's a favorite to win Rookie of the Year, which is just completely at odds with each other. Those two facts, and so you you know you have Matt Corral again, uh, you know pushed up Desmond Ritter. Just looking at these other guys, like these quarterbacks are not going to win this award more than likely because. Well, I got trivia for you. Yeah. When was the last time? This is a good. We'll see. When was the last time? It's a Bengals player. No, it's not. When was the last time that? There were no rookie quarterbacks starting in week one of an NFL season. Is it this century? Yeah. 2001. Feel Done. free to guess in the comments. 2001. It's not 2001. No, it's that was Brady's rookie. It was who? Tom Brady's rookie? It was. Or 2000. What was uh, my Jay Manuel's year? 2013. 2013. Geno <laughs> Smith's year. That's it's the same year. Who <laughs> started? Geno started that? No, the, it's uh, EJ Manuel started week one. Oh, he did. What? Yeah. Who started him? Bills. Why? Oh, that's a, what a horrible, round. horrible decision that was. Um, it was 2013 was my best guess. 2014. Eh, Is it 2002? Oh, we're going the wrong way? Yeah. I was taking... Uh, no, 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 I stole no, no, no. Hey, Will Wilson went the wrong guess. way going 2014. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, we're we're gonna gonna go 2010 was Sam Bradford. 2009 was Stafford. Yep. 2008 was Matt Ryan. Yep. Joe Flacco. I think Joe Flacco may have started the year. 2000. Matt Ryan started was the year. Was it 2007? Ding, 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 yes. ding. Brady Quinn and Jamarcus Russell. You got to get a tattoo. You lost. Uh, yeah, you even get, said you Brady Quinn. You can get a Quinn. Brady Quinn tattoo yes. now. I don't have one. I, I'm sure you. you do, actually. 2006. Who was drafted in 2006? I didn't, I didn't research past it. No, we were just going back to the Well, list. we were doing it. Yeah, we, I was just. We do this on We do this on the show? I did this on. Wait. Oh, maybe it's uh, me and Sully. You know me and Sully did it on the show, I think. Who won Rookie of the Year that year? Who won Rookie of the Year in 2007? Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson, that's right. Do you right. know who won MVP? Bill Tom Brady. <laughs> it's Tom Brady. They went undefeated. I just 16 and 0. He didn't win the Super Bowl. Who won the, yes. Tim Jordan in the chat got it, uh, I think, before we said. We'll give it to you. Or whatever. Tim wins. Um, oh, speak, so we were kind of going through some rookie quarterbacks. Um, the Panthers and the – you know what? I'm going to call them the Washington football team. I'm not changing the commanders. That's what I decided. I like the commander's name. I don't, I hate it. I don't hate it. But Washington football team is just meh. I, I love the like WFT. No, the Commanders. What's great about the Commanders? Because you were calling them Commandos, and it was uh, it was the only funny thing you've said in like months. And the I, com- I, I, I like chuckled the, to myself every the time. Commodores the, the Commodores too. The Commodores is a good one. <laughs> but then like it's starting to be like like uh, Tyron Mathieu, where it's like in my head, yeah, I'm like yeah. I'm like yeah. the Commodores, like on a radio <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, I say it, and people are like, "All right, we get it. You think you're funny." It's like, no, no, no. I just actually have convinced myself that. But again, yeah, you just lean name. into it. Like, if it's not funny, you just keep going. By the way, I told, um, I texted, I texted Brady. Was like, I asked him that trivia question, or Brady and I were texting about something, and I asked him that trivia. Tom question. Brady? No, Brady Quinn. Oh. And I was like, I was like, it's, I was like, you wouldn't, guess, I was like, you wouldn't guess 2007 because of, you know, Jamarcus, you know, wasn't ready, and then your holdout. He's like, I didn't hold out, and I got really mad at me. I was like, oh. <laughs> he's just humble bragging that he texted Brady. Uh, um. But anyway, the Panthers and Classic the Commanders Panthers. played in a preseason game uh, this past weekend. And I think the Commanders ended up winning or the Panthers? Yeah. Who cares? The Commanders <laughs> did not win because Zane Gonzalez hit a game winning field right. goal. That's right. Because Matt Corral actually uh, marched the Panthers down the field for a uh, game winning field goal. I, Without completing a pass. I was say, March might not be the word. <laughs> yes. He was on the field while it happened. I would like to know if this was the first, this was a game-winning drive where he went 0 for 4. It's, an, it's an incredible. He finished He finished the day 1 for 9 for 11 yards. He was the fourth quarterback playing for the Panthers behind Baker Mayfield, <laughs> Sam Darnold, and P.J. Walker. Sorry to interrupt, but nah. take a look at the, the Dirk Vandenberg's comment and then and Debo's response. Either give Will, uh, <laughs> seeing them together in a studio is weird. Either give Wilson a lower chair or breach a higher one. Dunk button. Well, here, read Debo's comment. That well, follows. I was sitting on a phone book, but then Wilson had to use it. So. Reaches five, three different chairs won't help. <laughs> there we yeah, go. Yeah, you, what happened to the phone book? Wilson Someone took it away. It. Um, anyway, Matt Corral, my number one quarterback coming into the draft, didn't have a stellar outing just to start off. And, I mean, look. I, I, my number I, two quarterback did, same out. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to do next. I'm not down on, on, on Matt Corral. I like Matt Corral as a player. He looked awful. He looked skittish in the pocket. He was His footwork was not very good. Um, I was just down on the Panthers' process in acquiring him. I thought Baker Mayfield looked pretty sharp, and Sam Darnold looked sharp too. Like he, like he looked like he was kind of inspired by you know the the Baker Mayfield addition to really step up Don't his fall game. For that, I'm, I'm not. But I mean, I think the Panthers, like again, like I'm doing this, and I'm going to hate myself in like a month. But I'm. Oh, kind he, of, he's talking. Uh, by this. the way, this game-winning drive that 
corral engineered. Uh, so the Panthers went 40 yards to set up the Zane Gonzalez field goal. 20 yards were rushing. 20 yards penalty. were on Washington penalties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the game-winning drive. Yeah, was, was Shout out to Breach for using ESPN Game Tracker instead of CBS. For, for that. What? I, had this I love the seat, by the way. Yeah, not only is Breach you, like doesn't have a cover for his for the Apple. Logo, I asked for one. Yeah. I asked for one, and I got shot down. Well, Wilson, Wilson's got CBS. You I, said Debo plans for everything. I got a fish, Charleston. You're you're a poor man's um, Guster. That's there what you go. are. Yeah, poor man's Guster. Like right, yeah, that's right. now, um, my phone's blocking. Uh, but yeah, Sam Howell, man. Nine to sixteen for 145 yards and two rushing touchdowns. I was really impressed with what Al did, just in terms of his ability to. Um, he looked he looked calm and he looked not overwhelmed by the situation, and he used his legs. Now you do worry his his physical stature. If he tries to use his legs too much and in, in the, like an in a full, but unlike setting, Corral, he's thick. Like he's thick. He's, yeah, he's a little. Corral's sturdy. a little slight. Yeah, and Corral struggled to keep weight on. I believe last year at Ole Miss. Um, Sam Howell had some throws he's like, oh, boy, that, that would have been intercepted if yeah. this had been a real game. But, again, it's week one but, of the but preseason. They, they don't need him to play. They, I mean, That's right. He might end up playing during, at some point in the year. And, look, compared to what Kenny Pickett did, I thought Sam Howell did a lot more things that gave you uh, some things to be excited about in terms of pushing the ball down the field. The Steelers perhaps didn't ask Kenny Pickett to do that. I'm not weighing on Kenny Pickett. But Sam Howell, uh, that, I don't know which drive it was that he's, he ended up scoring a 15, 20-yard run on the last play. The two previous plays, he made two fantastic throws in the middle of the field. You're like, okay, this works. He had a couple throws outside that were uh, almost intercepted, a little late. But um, clean that up. His footwork's still sort of a concern, and those, that's what was part of the issue at, at UNC. And he played an offense at UNC that was incredibly sort of simple. Um, but I feel like, you know, you have to feel good about the, the way he started as well. I, didn't, I think Carson Wentz did okay. I didn't, I didn't pay attention to – I didn't yeah. see his snaps. Um, do you, do you, Diva is like – Diva is like can't be in here. Do we, we can't bring Diva in on the audio. He wanted to be here because of how much – he is involved in the planning of, of this tattoo thing. And so I think he he's, he's lashing out by being super aggressive. He's like being chatty. He's like thrashing all of us. Like, okay. So like You're that's not thrashing me. It's you and short stuff over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Making um, fun of my height. Your, like, your hair. The Sam Howell setup is kind of perfect. Like I think Washington may have done a good job with like the way that they built out the quarterback room, just in terms of if, if you're right about Carson Wentz. And I mean, again, like I don't have to be, like, I, I don't think they are, but if they are right about Carson Wentz. He's okay. And then when you have Wentz, it's hurt. You have Tyler, Taylor Heineke as your backup that you trust in that offense, who knows the offense, who can come in and, and at least be like a frisky, you know, second-string guy. And then Sam Howell can can be the redshirt year where you think maybe this guy does have a future, uh, and if, if he has to, he can come in and play some. But more importantly, you let Sam Howell develop, and you kind of watch him in, in the practice room, and then maybe you don't have to worry about Because you can get out from the Wentz deal after one year, right? Or is it only a one-year deal? That I don't know, but I, I can't I imagine that he's not on it. Well, the one thing I'll say about Wentz real quick is that based on all the negativity that was heard about him surrounding him early in training camp and his accuracy issues, that I had very low expectations coming to this. Yeah, he's, he's nothing, he's nothing guaranteed after 2022. And I thought he played better than yes. the expectations I had for him. So yeah. I don't know if that means he played well. It would have been hard to play worse than those I mean, I don't know. Are. It's Carson Wentz. So, I mean, he, I mean, look, I mean you know, we do talk about this some, but it's like Carson Wentz, his performance last year with Indianapolis wasn't wasn't good. Okay. Uh, but if he doesn't lose week 18 to the friggin' Jaguars, I don't think people are, like, complaining quite as much about. That's right. You know, like, like people are like, all right, you know, it was good enough. Like, he probably doesn't get. But that's like saying, I was a bit my tongue. That's like saying, uh, you're, you're a really good pilot, but if you hadn't flown to the side of that mountain, we wouldn't have thought you were a terrible pilot. So in the end, you know, he hit the mountain, then you have to sort of reevaluate. That All right. Do you want to talk about Bailey Zappi? Yeah, the starters didn't play in um, in New England. Bailey Zappi drafted ahead of of Sam Howell, which is certainly noteworthy because no one saw that coming. Um, and what are his numbers here? 1930. Oh my God, he threw the ball a ton. 1932, 205 yards. Um, Touchdown. Debo wonders if he could beat out Hoyer. Absolutely. That's such a Bill Belichick move. Like, he drafts one. You only have two quarterbacks on the roster. The second quarterback hasn't played one minute. You make the face, but he's done that before. No, I'm, I'm just saying Belichick usually has that veteran, and that's why he kept Hoyer last year because you have a rookie quarterback. I don't know that he's going to put a second-year quarterback as his starter and a rookie quarterback as his backup. And but he loves matches. the only two quarterbacks on the roster. That yeah. just seems very unbelichick. Previously, it was obviously – Tom Brady is the number one, so there was no real concern there. Um, I will say this, though. Um, I didn't see Bailey Zappi snaps with some of the things I read, but there were some concerns about arm issues. 
And our issues were, were the concerns coming out of Western Kentucky as well. He reminded me a lot of like Doug Hodges and Taylor Heineke. And I think that's that doesn't necessarily have to be a ceiling, but I mean, I don't know if his arm's going to get noticeably better over the next few months or few years. Maybe he'll be the next Chase Daniel and just be a career backup, make $40 million, only throwing. 41. I'd kill to be the next Chase Daniel. Um, Malik Willis, 6 of 11, 107 yards, 5 rushes, 38 yards, and a rushing ED. Uh, I don't think there's any real concern that he's going to be. No. I mean, you draft him in third round. and I mean, you, you're hoping he's a redshirt year, too, I think. I think, yeah. I mean, he did a lot of things that got your attention. And he made some, some late throws and missed some things, but whatever, that doesn't matter. But you want to see him uh, push the ball down the field. He did that. He had a deep ball that he completed. He used his legs. He bounced off a couple guys and scored a touchdown. Um, yeah, I think it's not necessarily best case scenario, but it's pretty high up there. It, it could have gone in the other. It could have been a Matt Corral type situation. Well, yeah. and one thing with Willis though is that he refuses to slide. That guy yeah. was just taking hits left and right, which you cannot do right. if you are a starting quarterback. And then the other part of it, and I think Mike Vrabel actually mentioned this after that game, is that he just. Uh, wasn't finishing his reads. If the first read wasn't there, he was just tucking the ball down and taking off yeah. or, or getting out of the pocket. And I think the Titans got a little frustrated with that. But overall, it's your first start ever. You're going to make mistakes. Uh, and I thought he looked pretty good. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, again, but that's one of the issues coming out of Liberty where he was the only show in town yeah. having to do everything. And Yeah, I, mean, we saw, I saw it in the, it was 2020 where, you know, it's sort of different, but like you know, he, came to, he came to Raleigh and played against NC State and it was like, Clearly, like you're, you're taking a, it's like a, a step up in like you know the talent right, level right. that you're dealing with when you play at Liberty, the nature of the business. Uh, Desmond Ritter, ten of twenty-two, one hundred three yards, two touchdowns, six rushes, fifty-nine yards. Feels like Falcons fans Wilson are clamoring to get Desmond Ritter in the starting lineup ahead of Marcus Mariota. Is that a good idea or not? Marcus Mariota's had one start since 2019, and when I was doing. Um... In the lead-up to the draft, we do all these video on demands of, of sort of the scouting reports, 30 seconds, and I did Desmond Ritter. And my comp for him was, you want to guess who it was? Uh, I do not want to guess. Marcus Mariota. What? <laughs> so they're similar type players, but I think Desmond Ritter clearly has more upside. He's, he's a new, new guy in, in the quarterback room. And again, he's a guy who did some things that, that were impressive. The only issue I had with Desmond Ritter was the accuracy uh, in terms of consistency. Because um, I, I said this a million times in the lead-up, uh, to the draft, when we talked to him at the combine, he was awesome. Like a, a guy that you want leading your football team. He loves football. That's all he cares about. Um, he's not. He won't give you any issues off the field. He's going to be at work all the time. That sort of stuff. Um, made a lot of good decisions. He just struggled with accuracy, and we saw a little bit of that in, in the first go round in the preseason game. But we saw some throws that were like big boy throws that I didn't see necessarily consistently at Cincinnati. So that was encouraging and. Again, I wouldn't start him right away for the same reason I wouldn't start Kenny Pickett because you can't go back. If he goes out there and gets absolutely destroyed and gets sacked 20 times in the first three games and he's, you know, you're like, well, this guy needs a break, do you want to play play the, sort of the yo-yo game with him and, and Marcus Mariota? Yeah. Ritter, Ritter at 30-1 to one might not be a terrible bet for rookie, for rookie of the year because, again, like, Breach is correct. Um, with, with these uh, – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up the winners of the rookie of the year. So, Jamar Chase, that's fine. You know, like you had – they, they, won, they won games. Really should have been Mac Jones, by the way, on a, on a, on a Patriots team that wasn't that great. Wait, Last Mac, Mac who? Who? It, Mac Jones was minus 1,000 going into the— I'm kidding. McCorkle's my guy. I know, but no, Mac, Mac— Jamar Chase No, Mac, Mac Jones was Mac Jones was minus 1,000 until yeah. that monster game against the Chiefs. And, the, like, Mac was winning it. And then it flipped on that and monster game. I'm, I'm just telling you, like, Mac Jones was going to be the winner until that huge 252-yard game from Jamar Chase. I'm not knocking Chase. Jesus, Breach, just let me get through the point, which is that Mac Jones— I don't Jones, like this point already. Mac Jones. Talk to the tattoo. <laughs> Justin Herbert, the year before, 7-9 Chargers team won it. The Cardinals, the year before that, Kyler Murray, 5-10-1. Beat out just, uh, Josh Jacobs really should have won it. Saquon Barkley on a bad Giants team. Alvin Kamara on the Saints. That was a little different because, remember, uh, Marshall Lattimore won defensive rookie of the year. They went from 7-9 three straight years into winning um, you know, a bunch a of games. Yeah, third-round pick, I believe. Dak Prescott before that, 13-3 uh, Cowboys team. But Ty Gurley on a bad Rams team. Odell on a bad Giants team, despite playing six and ten. Yep, um, you got uh, Eddie Lacy. I think that Packers team was good. They were okay. RG three seven one yeah. year. But I mean, like you can just you can you can not win twelve games and win rookie of the year. And so Desmond Ritter, if the Falcons stink coming out of the gate, which is entirely possible, you could see Desmond Ritter take over, play you know what fifteen. Maybe Mariota gets hurt. 
And really, I'm just saying, 30 to one's not a bad price for Desmond. No, yeah, I mean, well, and, and Crazier stuff. Real quick, because that is what happened with Justin Herbert. Remember, the Chargers were going yeah, to Tyrod Taylor, Taylor and, and Herbert wasn't going to Tyra be starting. Tyrod got stabbed by the year. doctors, and then that's boom! It. All of a sudden, you have Herbert in there, and then he wins Rookie of the Year. Yep. So, before that's the possibility, before Dirk's comment goes away, I don't know if we're going to talk about it. it wasn't on the run, but Matt Arise's 82 yard punt. Oh, yeah, good call. Oh yeah. yeah, that was. I mean, look, the whole thing was. Can he replicate this in the NFL? The NFL football is a little bit different than a college football. And for him to come out on his first preseason punt and just smash an 82-yard punt that goes 75, more than 75 yards in the air. And I know that, uh, you know, there's some talk still about his finesse. And if they're at the 50-yard line, can he pin the other team at the five? And so I think those are things that the Bills will be concerned with. But the thing is, when you are punting the ball 82 yards, team doesn't care about finesse because you're flipping the field. That is a 62-yard net. I think you mentioned it went through the end zone. Yeah, yeah. So it was a touchback. Right. So, but still, the I think the leading the, net yardage from the 18 to the 20. That's right. Right. Your 18 to the yeah. It's a 62-yard net. And I think right. the leading net yardage in the NFL last year was like 44 yards. So 44 is great. He got 62 yards net so, on that punt. So last Monday, eight days ago, I was at Bill's training camp with. Prisco and the high five Ariza. And I was watching him and Matt. Did you tell him to get Ariza tattoo right here on my face? Matt Hawk. Is that how you say his yeah, last name? A A H A A C K, who they're competing. And Hawk's actually a pretty good punter, but uh, it's sort of like Brinson. I'm sure you're, you know this. Like when you're at a golf tournament and you hear a professional golfer hit a golf ball, it sounds differently than when you hit a golf ball. Right. That's how the ball sounded coming off Matt Ariza's foot. And I was. 50 yards away watching Like a firework him. is going on. And it feels like he's a guy, and this isn't necessarily uncommon. I think um, McAfee did this, but a guy who would continually hit the Jerry Dome scoreboard in the middle of the field. He hits the ball so incredibly high. And it's just crazy to watch. Like, I think he hadn't been lighting it up at camp, but I think there's a competition with him and, and Hawk. But um, Well, and Hawk only had one punt in this game uh, over the weekend. I think it's down to the 12 or something. It's it was. It was. It was a 38-yard punt, but that's, you know, you're pinning a team inside their own 15-yard line, so there's something to be said for that, and it's hard to kind of measure those two punts against each other. But the important thing that Matt Ariza did over the weekend was he was the holder on Tyler Bass's game-winning field goal. Mm. Remember? Oh, right. That's right. Ariza didn't hold in college because he was the place kicker at San Diego State, so he literally never held before. And it's been kind of a running joke in Buffalo now about Ariza's ability to hold. If you just use go on Twitter and put in Ariza holding, Ariza hold. and uh, By the way, Paul Tattoo notes he thinks it was 72 air punt yards. All of these, it might have been from the line of scrimmage. From where he actually punted it, it went, I think, 78. Um when you come to the king, you best not miss that. What you're saying? Well, I, um, no, I'm not saying that. But he could be right. I don't know. I'm gonna, so uh, now I lost my. No, so he Sorry. held on Tyler Bass's game winning field goal. Right. And the poor thing there is like, you can't replicate that kind of pressure in practice when you're holding. Because that's the hardest thing you can do is hold on a game winning field goal. And he got a perfect hold down. Bass made the field when the Bills won. That's good. Um, Brinson loves punter talk. I, I do love punter talk. Uh, he's, he's making reservations for dinner when he gets back. <laughs> I was thinking about what I want for lunch, actually. <laughs> Uh, we had a lovely, uh, we had, well, me and Wilson and, and Chip Patterson had a lovely breakfast. Yeah, I wasn't there. I had to work. <laughs> All right, what else we got? Uh, the Dolphins quarterbacks today uh, threw six interceptions oh against God. the Dolphins defense. Stinky Tua back? Because Tua's, like, this has been like the, like the, the training camp of Tua hype. Like nothing but Tua hype nonstop. Like, oh, Tyreek Hill is like hyping him up to his own deep deep passes. All the and the Dolphins, like reporters are so bad about being homers, like way worse than like a lot of other teams. And like everybody's hyping up to it and talking about how great he is. And now all of a sudden you're getting these interceptions. I do wonder how that's going to progress over the course of I mean, like, he's going to start, it doesn't matter. But um but I think I, that's I mean, we talked about this. You want Tyreek to do exactly you don't want to be Antonio course, Brown. Yeah, yeah. Like, talk about Jesus at Red Rocks. The, right. I know that wasn't true, but you know yeah. my point. You understand what I'm saying? Well, like if you like if you got a job, let's say like you got hired by um, Frisco uh, dash football dot about dot com, which is Pete's Vandalay interest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like wherever, <laughs> like you know, you get hired. You you get hired away by CBS. Frisco sells. He's in latex. Go and ahead. They, yeah, and they give you a bunch of money to work at their somebody else another football site. You're gonna be like tweeting out like links like FriscoFootball.com. Okay, yeah, go yeah, ahead. yeah, yeah. Frisco, yeah, FriscoFootball.biz. <laughs> like you're, gonna be, you're gonna be like tweeting out links like crazy. Like you're gonna be wanting to like you're gonna be rah rah and be like talking about oh look at this great article from my my, my coworker. Da, 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 da. But like you've we've been at CBS for like twelve years. You're like I don't, I don't care. I'm like, you're, you're like, I don't read. I've never once read Breach's newsletter. Nor what? Will I. 
No you, don't even, you don't even open it? I actually no. subscribe, but don't open it to reduce his <laughs> open oh rate. God, you're killing me. <laughs> I uh, only open it on Wednesdays. <laughs> that's uh, insulting. That's the day Bre- Breach doesn't write Breach about is off on Wednesdays. So you... Well, I mean, you could say, I get what you're saying, but you could also say that uh, Skylar Thompson, um, who was drafted on day three, 28-28, 218 yards and a touchdown. And then, like, okay, is Mike McDaniel a quarterback whisperer, even though sort of he's known for coordinating the running game? I, I mean, it's a great show by Skylar Thompson, no doubt about it. But maybe the way that McDaniel is, is doing things, it will have that effect on Tua. I mean, Teddy B is also there. and he It could be a, a Teddy B, Tua. It could be also just like a Ryan Fitzpatrick Tua situation if things don't go well. Because the pressure – Brinson and I were talking about this. I don't think you were on the pod this time. But could it be a situation where Mike McDaniel is one and done if Sean Payton wants that job? If Dolphins what if they win, win what if seven they win? games, yes. Uh, oh, well, even seven. Okay. All right. So that's sort of there's what? I think if they have a losing record and Sean Payton wants the job, it's possible. What an eight and nine? That's a losing record. It's closer. Closer right. to a winning record. It's, I don't know that you can hire Sean Payton after being fined all that money for tampering. Well, now Why? everybody, knows, fine. everybody knows you want him now. You can't be, you can't, sure. it's double jeopardy. That's law school 101. I'm just saying it's a bad look. I mean, it's a, it's a but, okay, I think what, they're beyond that. McDaniel, You're not going to be retried. For what it? if the Dolphins go five and twelve? But that's a different conversation than seven and nine. nine seven. Okay, I think seven I think they go five and twelve because you get all blamed on Tua. So then McDaniel dumps Tua. Yeah, they move on from Tua and draft. So they go five and twelve and, and get Tom Brady, CJ Stroud, or Bryce Young. Or get maybe sign Tom Brady. Maybe sign Tom Brady. In I think, March. I think they're going to stay in unless Sean Payton just like I. I don't think Sean Payton's going to give me that job. I want that job. Get rid of McDaniel. Like I don't think. All right. Well, let's say. Peyton said he, or the report was that Peyton either wants the Chargers job, the Cowboys job, or the Dolphins job. Um, Which Emily, Emily Anderson Saul is giving us places to go for the after party. Oh. We're, yeah, we're down. Send, if, you, if you've got recommendations for where we should go to Nashville. Thank or, you, Emily. Or if anybody's in Nashville, by the way, you know, hit us up. Brent Breach lives in Nashville. He doesn't know where to, he has been. Yeah, we're, I, so you, first of all, I oh, recommended no, no, no. five restaurants last night, and we ended up going to one of my recommendations, and actually, now they're trying to make jokes it was actually like good, I don't live here. Yeah. We, we are convinced that Breach, like, lives in an airbnb in franklin 30 miles south of the city no 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 no, no. i'm yeah. convinced you live in like connecticut <laughs> and you rented an airbnb no, he lives in a log cabin so, yeah yeah, like, yeah you live in nebraska yes. and you flew here and you're pretending that you have an airbnb that you live that you live in a, a house in like south of tennessee i live in a cabin on rocky top and you were really just like texting us and saying like all right i'm gonna drive in town and then you wait 30 minutes to leave but you're actually staying at a like a like a hotel very close by um, by, by the way, something else. Despite uh, the fact that we came to Breach's wedding in Nashville, this is how I feel. Yeah, it's a, bit, it's a long con. Uh, Debo and I were talking about this yesterday as we were walking to the four miles to the, the dinner spot that Breach had picked out. Like, I have, I can't imagine Breach driving a car. It just doesn't seem, like, physically possible. And we were coming up with, with point four miles. We were coming up with what kind of car Breach would drive. So if you have, like, what your guesses would be and what Breach drives. Uh, Debo said a, an H3 Hummer. I said a Mini Cooper. <laughs> like, what kind of, like, look at this guy. What kind of and- car? The funny thing about his Mini Cooper guess was that I literally this past weekend told my wife that I kind of want to get a convertible Mini Cooper. <laughs> please don't, please don't. Do that. No, no more do than it. three days ago. That'll and make... then you guessing a Mini Cooper is absolutely hilarious. I think you drive like a. No, gas is four dollars. Oh, he's, pre- he's definitely a. Pre- he's definitely a Prius. I think no, I think Breach drives a uh, some kind of Mazda or a Hyundai. A Mazda. I had a Mazda once. Yeah, you feel like a Hyundai. Guy. Or maybe maybe he drives like a Mitsubishi Spider. <laughs> Dominic says Power Wheel. Honda CRV. What do you drive? Oh, those are nice. You know what? Well, we have two cars. The car I drove that I'm actually gonna give these guys a ride to the hotel. Wait, wait, we're gonna get an Uber. You fine. should because <laughs> you're not gonna fit is a Mitsubishi Mirage. Oh! He said Mazda. It, well, it's our I back, said Mitsubishi. Nice. It's our backup car. What's what's the main car? Uh a Nissan Rogue. Oh, okay. That's a family mobile. That's the family mobile. That actually is Wait, isn't that kind of relatively normal? No, oh, Rogue is okay, a little okay. mini SUV. SUV. Wait, what's the Mitsubishi? I need to see this. Mirage. It's a little tiny car. Yeah, it's like a sports car, isn't it? No, it is a hatchback, little tiny car. <laughs> I love that it. We always drive like once every two months. Are you oh, a so picture of it? It's like, <laughs> I'm just laughing. I see. It's just like picturing Breach in like this little like, oh my God, art, like bright green like Mitsubishi. <laughs> oh, is that it? That's awesome. That is the Breach mobile. You know what? I spend $5 a month on gas. There it is. Thank you, Devo. <laughs> He's that, definitely driving the it's yellow. It's orange with bangle stripes. Right, that's it. With a Snoopy on the side. With Snoopy on the side. That's fantastic. It's like the uh, Larry David mobile with the uh, the periscope. Oh, uh, one more uh, 
piece of news that that is like kind of. Evo said we're done. So what do you? Well, have so I'm just gonna point this out real quick. Um, because yeah, we've been like I I found myself getting suckered into like the Panthers a little bit, and I keep mentioning that. But Bradley Bozeman, mm. lower leg injury Tuesday's practice had to be carted off, and like this is sort of has been my point about the Panthers is like there is there's a path where the Panthers you know end up everyone's healthy on the offensive line. The offensive line overperforms expectations. Baker is you know good Baker. The receivers are you know, are, are stepping up. You have, you know, Robbie Anderson is the deep threat and that DJ Moore has a career year, which all, all these things are possible. And then like the defensive players take these big leaps. But I think the issue is like, this is a, just a reminder that like, it's sort of a Jenga tower where if you get a situation where like Bradley Bozeman goes down or like Icky Aquano is not ready to pass block as a, as a, you know, as a pro, you know, right now, like, or, you know, Baker's not good Baker. There's just one of those things happens. And all of a sudden the whole operation. I think falls we're apart. at the point where Baker's not even top five concern. Like he's, yeah, I'm less concerned about him than about uh, a, a myriad of other things, starting with the offensive line, the wide receivers, the tight ends. Um, oh, and, and, a, and a Washington too, by the way. Uh, sounds like Brian Robinson might end up stealing that job from Antonio Gibson. Yeah, I had heard that they drafted Robinson because they weren't crazy about Antonio. I don't Gibson. think I don't think Ron Rivera likes Gibson very much. Well, he was awesome at Memphis, but you know, yeah, doesn't right. matter. I, I As Janet Jackson be... likes to say, "What does Janet Jackson likes to say? What have you done for me lately?" Oh, does a layup. Mm. That was a layup, and I, I miss, I've missed layups before, Wilson. You just close your computer as if to say we're done here? I'm just, I didn't want to see the Mitsubishi Mirage anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, apparently, okay. And Gibson hit. did have a fumble in the game. I was actually double-checking that. I couldn't remember. Okay. I thought it was Well, uh, we've hit the hour mark, as we are prone to do during wow. this podcast. I'm sure there's actually somebody who needs to come in here and do a different show. The tattoo happened! It happened! Wilson did it! It got done. You're next. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you are listening and you want to, check out the tattoo. Go to uh, youtube.com slash pick six for Wilson, for Snoopy, for Breach. Yes. I'm Brinson. We'll see you guys later. Later.